This is the Plain English Real Estate Show with your host, Rowena Patton, a show that focuses on the real estate market in terms you can easily understand. Call Rowena now. The number is 240-9962 or 1-800-570-9962. Now here's the English girl in the mountains, the agent that I would trust, Rowena Patton. And good morning. This is Rowena Patton. Happy New Year, everybody. Oh, my gosh. How are we already at? What are we at, Randy? What date is it? January 7th. It's the 7th. 7th day of 2023. I had a birthday this week. You slept through it, didn't you? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I have had the flu. Bless you. I tested, I mean, two weeks ago, basically. Two weeks ago, I tested. I didn't have COVID. I went down real quick. It's the A-type flu. I'm learning about flus, though. I didn't know there were different types. There's A and B. I'm sorry. You're having to learn. A hurts more, apparently. (laughs) I could have sworn it was COVID because, oh, my gosh, this has been a shocker. I felt weak and and, um, my first time experiencing, I thought I was going crazy, electric shock headaches. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't. So someone described it as... She said, oh, you mean where you feel like you've had a hat cattle prod put inside your head? It's, it's like you can feel all your little synapses exploding in your head. It's awful. Oh, and I swear it's probably what electroshock treatment felt like in the 50s. Yeah. But that's awful. Then that's a part of the terrible. flu? Yes. Wow. Um, in fact, I, I, you know, when I mentioned it, I thought I was going crazy, really. Well, yeah. Um, well, you know, that may have happened already, but that's a whole other story. Crazy. When I said, you know, when they said, oh, what are the symptoms, blah, 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 I said, I know this sounds crazy, but these electroshock headaches, oh, does that sound really weird? They're like, oh, no, no, that's a thing. Whew. Oh, I'm so, glad to hear that. It's actually called something. I looked at it, but it's some big medical name that. that wow. Uh, How long did that go on? A couple of days? Oh, gosh, no, a week. Really? I was in bed for a week. Wow. Yeah. New Year's went, came and went. Poor Randy. His birthday is on New Year's Day. Uh-huh. We were having a party. You were coming to it, Randy. I was coming to it, yeah. And, um, yeah, we had to cancel the party. Oh, uh, no. And I was so disappointed. I don't, really I don't remember any of that stretch. It's just gone. Gone. So, um, yeah. And the, the worst thing is, then my appetite went, so I haven't been eating. And that's not a good thing. You're no. not alone, Uh News, top news headlines this morning is that uh, all of the hospitals are full. All of the hospitals, Party, Mission, Advent Health, all of them full of people suffering from flu and COVID and RSV. And now... Where's um, RSV come from? Like, where did this... It's been around. It's been around. Uh, And so has strep throat. And uh, it is also becoming part of the problem here. So it's really four different types of viruses <laughs> that are uh, making people sick. It's very weird. Yeah. They all need to go away. They do. So what I did learn is um, when you don't have much of an appetite, just eat anything. Randy came back. My Honey Randy came back. It made me laugh a lot. When, and he wasn't meaning to be funny, but it was very funny. He So... You know, I let him. I went to urgent care the other day and just got everything checked out just to make sure. And um, they basically said, "Listen, your ketones are off. My ketones were six point eight. Apparently, I should be in a diabetic coma and not alive right now." <laughs> so um, that when you stop eating, 
your body starts feeding off itself. It's actually the state that all these people doing keto diets try and get into. Mm-hmm. So, weight, yeah. yeah, so that you're feeding on the fat. Um, charming conversation for Saturday morning. <laughs> but it's important because so many people out there are suffering right now. So um, anyway, I let Randy know what's going on. And he said, he came back and he said, um, pudding isn't the answer. Pudding isn't the answer. Chocolate pudding isn't the answer. <laughs> no. Well, apparently, no, apparently he's not correct. <laughs> oh, really? So for all you people out there that are suffering, because there's many of you suffering with this nonsense right now, um, if you've stopped eating a whole lot, it really doesn't help you get better. I mean, no, no. shock horror there. But I've been just, you know, no energy. It's been terrible. That is not like me. Those of you who listen to me know I've got rather a lot of energy. So um, chocolate pudding actually is the answer or whatever it is that you want to get down your throat. Anything you can feel like eating is the answer. Cake, chocolate, you name it. Whatever your thing is, you know, you might like chips. How about uh, protein drinks? That that would really help you. So forget about healthy when you're really suffering at that level. That's the thing, when you're not eating. But these things are good. They're chocolate. They're I bought some of those too. I actually, yeah. went, I did the Amazon thing, which I hate to do because I like to support local people. However, when you're laying in bed, there's not much you can do. Right. So I bought the the you know number one rated chocolate one. Gosh, it's actually pretty good. It's really good, and it's yes. got like 20 grams of protein. In yeah. It. Yeah. So good for you. But the the thing is, forget about healthy. Once you feel good enough, go around the grocery store and just go for anything that you'll eat. So I came back with chocolate pudding. <laughs> Um, I have to give a shout out to this, this little Rollo pudding thing. You know, it's called. <laughs> you that Rollo. Oh, that stuff's good. Oh, you've eaten it? No, I need the pudding, but the Rollo, uh, so I can see it made from. Oh, oh yeah. There's mm. a chocolate pudding, and it's in two layers. Oh. It is delicious. That's what got my appetite going in. So I came back with chocolate pudding <laughs> um, and bananas. I still haven't eaten the bananas. You should. That's good. For you. <laughs> but the point is. Just go and get anything that that you possibly feel like eating because that's important. Get your energy back. Sure is. And then you can go back to the healthy. Right. Go back to the healthy afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pig out right now. Anything that'll work. Pig out, exactly. Just go pig out. Yeah. That's almost, um, you know, what the doc said to me. She also said stop taking all the multi... You know, so when we get sick, what do we do? We reach for the NyQuil and DayQuil. Nothing wrong with that, of course. However, she said, stop taking it after a couple of days. So you've got all this multi-symptom, all these drugs you're pumping into you, which is great for a couple of days. With no food in your body. With no food in your body. And then it goes on for a week. Yeah. Then you go, boom. Yeah. And as she said to her, I'm feeling a bit jittery. She's like, yep. (laughs) (laughs) So stop taking those things. Gargle with salt water, apparently. It's like, it's all really boring, you know, what you're supposed to do. Like, they don't want to give you a whole lot of drugs. It's really like gargle with salt water. That's about it. Yeah. Wait it out. And now I'm much better. Thank you very much for all of you who've given um, good wishes. And, wow, let's talk about real estate. So even even when I was first sick, so we're, you know, I don't know, 12 days, whatever it is now, a long time ago, long, long time ago, back in this haze that I've been in. So New Year's Day when I was really sick, um, a Dave Ramsey person called in. So you go on the Dave Ramsey site, you look up agents, and I pop up because I'm his endorsed local provider. 
Dave takes his 30% as a referral fee. But this call came in on New Year's Day. Well, who else is idiotic enough to pick up the phone on New Year's Day? Of course it was me. With the flu. With the flu, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So all I can tell you is, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, really. So um, I've taken maybe three listing calls a day all through being sick. Heather, thank you so much. Heather, my amazing listing partner, you've all heard her on here with me, has kept everything going and made sure everything's gotten listed while I've been out and I'm fully back on now. Obviously, I'm here. Um, I wouldn't be here infecting you, Randy, if I weren't. (laughs) So that's been amazing. I haven't ever seen... I got into real estate in 2006, so that's a lot of Januaries. How many is that? You know, they did, They did. Um, I think it was Jesse Waters or Seven. somebody like that, did one of those, you know, um, how many years is 23 years ago? And nobody could answer. You know, those silly, those silly New Year's questions. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. So that is 14, 15, 16, 17, 17 years, years ago. 17 years yeah. ago. 17 years is, is quite a while in real estate. That's you know, two cycles, really, of of the real estate economic cycle. I have never seen um, so many people thinking about listing their homes at this time of year, ever. At, in January, January yeah. 7th, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, this this started, New Year, actually, it started before Christmas, but New Year's Day in earnest, and the phone calls haven't stopped. We are completely booked out. We've got a couple of, maybe two spots left next week for listing appointments, so if you're even thinking about listing, 828-333-4483, let's get it on the calendar. Setting your listing up properly, even if you're thinking about listing in the spring, takes a while, especially when you've all heard about cpoexperts.com. I'm sure at this point, cpoexperts.com. That's a national program that we run to help train agents on how to list homes certified pre-owned. That's where we get the inspection up front. And yes, um, I hear, actually, I, I think it's becoming much more well-known because back in the day, 2007, I, I introduced this. Back in the day, people would say, well, well, don't the buyers pay for the inspection? Why would I pay for the inspection? I very, very seldom hear that now. Really? Yeah. I think people are just realizing it's it's the better way to do it. Half the time, the buyers don't get the inspection. But most importantly, you know the current state of your house. You think you know it right now. Oh, I've been in the house 20 years. That, that door didn't work when I moved in. It's never been a problem for us. <laughs> it's going to come up in the inspection. When it comes up in the inspection, the buyers then are curious as to what else hasn't been maintained. And you get mad. And you say, to heck with it. And the buyers say they want $15,000, $20,000 to repair the 30-plus items on there. So you're feeling mad, aren't you, me even saying this? You're sitting there having your Saturday morning coffee, and you're feeling, you can feel that anger with me saying this. right? If I was sitting there with you right now, and we had a contract on your house, and these buyers come back, and they say, I want this fixed and I want that fixed. You're getting mad just thinking about it. That's why we do the inspection up front. It's it's so many benefits. So when you've done the inspection up front, you can actually make the repairs yourself. Maybe you're handy. Maybe you're not handy. Maybe Joe down the street is handy and you're not. That's fine. 
we'll bring in Joe down the street for $250 and Joe can fix up all the little nitpicky items that have come up. There's going to be 35, 40 items need repair on your home. Now you're sitting at home going, no, there isn't. My home's great. There's, there's nowhere near that number of items. It's going to be just fine and, and there's nothing wrong with my home at all. Even new homes have that. Inspectors, you get mad at inspectors too. It's their job. They're supposed to find all these nitpicky little things. And when you're a buyer on the other side of it, you want all those nitpicky little things to be found. And, you know, they're usually corking behind the sink. They're usually, you know, doors not shutting properly on your master bedroom. Most of it's cosmetic that you can take care of or have taken care of. What we do is we sit and we go through the inspection report. I did one just the other day. And we notate the inspection report. What you're going to fix, what, what you, you know, per seller, um, to hell with it. It was that way when I moved in. <laughs> Whatever you'd like to say. What happens now is that the person's putting an offer in, um, eyes wide open. Right? It's not, it's not where they just came in the house and they had no idea you know, what, what the issues are or what the issues aren't, that everybody knows what's going on with the house. It, it's, it's so, guys, you, you don't lose sleep the night before the inspection. Who cares about the agents? We lose sleep too. You know, we're trying to make this work much more sh- smoothly for you. I'm sure you've heard, all heard me say, I think we had three homes of the many that I listed last year, uh, three homes that did not do CPO, did not at least do the inspection. It's a three-pronged approach. We can do an appraisal. I'd only recommend that on more unique homes right now um, because, you know, prices are are dropping a little bit. So by the time we got the appraisal, your house would probably be worth a little bit less. That's the other reason why it's so important to get out fast here. Um, But definitely do the inspection. It's going to save you over and over again. So we had three homes last year. One... Uh, had the contract drop out once. Contracts on average drop out over a third of the time. That's a lot, by the way. That means for every three contracts I bring you, one is going to drop out. Well, you don't really see it like that because, of course, you're selling your house, so you don't want to be on the um, the receiving end of that contract dropping out. So why is that an issue? Because you go, well, whatever, we'll just sell it to the next people. The problem is you then have a stigmatized listing. The agents are calling, going, what's wrong with it? Why did it drop out? The buyers in New York who are coming in from Texas, from Florida, from wherever they're coming from, California, are calling their agent and saying, well, I was really interested in that house, but I just saw it drop out. What's wrong with it? That's not the way you start a sales negotiation. That's what we mean by stigma. You end up taking less money. So two two big ones last year, um, both around the 800 mark. One, we got a cash deal on, 800000 a cash deal. He was thrilled. It was actually a couple getting divorced. It ended up falling out. Why? Because they did the inspection and they didn't like what was on it. It's nothing major, but they didn't like what was on it. They were paying cash and they wanted a house that was all tickety-boo. The fact that they could have spent 15, 20 grand and done it all to their liking or got money off, I mean, why didn't they just come back and offer 50000 less or something? No, they don't. That's the problem. They walk. Right, time kills deals, and also, the longer the negotiations are going on, the chances of another house coming up that fits the bill that doesn't what, what that appears not to have anything wrong with it because they haven't done the inspections yet. Mm. 
So the other reason all homes should be inspected um, and the other chance for, for one of those to come up. So they just walk. So long story short, he ended up selling it three months later. As a divorcing couple, they lost out on about $100,000. Ouch. Yes, it was very, very painful. All because they didn't spend $450 on an inspection. <laughs> that Now, could I have guaranteed it would have gone through with that? Yeah, probably, because what we do is we only share the inspection with somebody that puts an offer in. We say, hey, eyes wide open. There's, as you can see, there's not much wrong with this house. Here's the inspection report. It's all notated. What we've done, what we haven't done. We just want to make sure, you know, we took into the, the house was priced knowing what came back on the inspection. So we already took it into account. We don't, we don't need you to be negotiating $20,000 off, which is what happens, by the way. They have the inspection. They come back and they'll try and negotiate five, ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 off the price. You don't want that to happen. It's an insurance policy. So that's why we want to come and see your house now. There's many homes we, we, um, we, we come out and see. I'm going to see one on Wednesday. There's nearly 6,000 square feet, but the tax records say it's 4,500. I haven't seen the house. So listen, if, if agents are coming out to you with a CMA, that's great. CMA, comparable market analysis. Um, here's the problem with that. Until we've seen your house, how on earth... Most of you have homes that don't match the, the square footage. Most of you have homes where you've remodeled something, if not everything, in the last 20 years since you've, you've lived there. I can give you a much more accurate price when I come out and see your home. And just know that any of the prices that anybody gives you right now, week after week, you're going to drop a percent or two. So get out as quickly as you can. I had a, in fact, I had a conversation with um, a guy in a, a larger house in Hendersonville. And he said, you know, I want you to come out and there's a few projects I need to finish. And I said, well, we'll just call him John. I said, John, this is a couple of days ago. Here's the thing. I can pretty much guarantee what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you, don't finish them and get it on the market now. Because there, there are people looking now. There's not much inventory out there. In other words... You know, you, if you go into a store, think about this. You have a favorite loaf of bread. What what kind of bread do you like, Randy? <clears throat> uh, the whole wheat, uh, seven grain. Oh. Yeah, yeah hearty bread. Um, I, I, I like white bread. That's good. Is good. that bad? I don't know. No. I like the squishy white bread. Fresh, stick to the roof of your mouth bread. Yeah, white so bread, yeah. I will eat all, all the healthy stuff too, especially the gr- grain ones I kind of like. So I like them. I like that I will hearty. do that. Yeah, yeah. But my, my secret passion is that, you know, gooey, not really the gooey stuff, but the, the, the supposedly healthy white stuff. Now, <clears throat> even here's the thing. Even though Randy's favorite bread is the whole wheat, I want you to think about going into the grocery store, Randy, like it has been, actually, and there is no whole wheat. There is just the bouncy white bread. On the shelves. What do you do? Do you go home or no. do you buy the white bread? Yeah. I buy a loaf of that. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So you, you'll, you'll take something because it will do. That's what's happening in the housing market right now. Same analogy. Yeah. Huh? There aren't all those houses out there. Now, just give it four to six weeks. Watch what happens. And Heather and I are taking the calls every day. Good morning, Heather. How are you? 
I'm hanging right in there. I'm probably doing a little better than you these days, but I'm <laughs> glad you're better and up and kicking. Oh, I am all good. Um, good, good, good. Don't worry when we come out and see you. I, I don't do any kicking. That's more like Heather. Just kidding. <laughs> Hush your mouth. So Anyways, you just so we're got another about CPOs. Yes, but we just got another listing live. You just got it live this morning. Tell us about it, Heather, because it's not popping up on our website yet. Well, we're trying to work on that. It's a it's a um, home that has some Airbnb history to it. It's Sleeps eighteen. Wow! Yeah, amazing, hey? Yeah. Yeah, it should be. I think it should be live and seeable or viewable. I should say in about an hour. I think is usually how long. Yeah, it not takes. even that. You can go to mountainhomehunt.com, mountainhomehunt.com. Click on search our listings. Search in the black bar at the top, our listings, and it will come up as soon as it's up, probably in the next 20 minutes or so now, because a little while ago you got it up. Two completely separate apartments. It's a whole house. So if you want it as a whole house, you just leave the door open to the basement real easy. But you've got a full kitchen downstairs, and um, I love the living room downstairs. There's a full daylight basement down there, beautiful views, gigantic deck, and um, it's got a big brick wall or brick-faced wall and a beautiful fireplace down there. Um, just a, a really great unit. Lots of parking. Um, years and years and years of Airbnb history. What did you like about it, Heather, from what you saw? Did you see the bunk room? I did. I saw the bunk room. I really liked that um, fire pit that they had outside. I thought that was a yeah, nice, nice, entertaining feature. Um, it had a lot of windows, natural light. Um, seemed to be a big factor in there. It seemed like every picture that I was messing with this morning, I kept looking at it going, wow, you would sit here and see this view or, yeah, you know, everywhere. you'd be in the bedroom and look out and you would see this. You had the doors in the bedroom that went to the porch. Um, and the, the, the deck's all treks, treks upstairs and treks downstairs. Tens and tens and tens, probably a hundred grand on treks, honestly, upper, upper and lower. Yeah. It's 30 feet, I if I remember. have a lot of activity. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm, uh, I'm doing it from memory here, but I think it's 70 feet of deck. Don't quote me on that. Does that sound right? I'm not exactly sure on that either. What's the price on it? Uh, there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of homes that are coming available, and I've looked at a lot of homes and a lot of people you know, and are talking about their homes now. So everybody's really starting to want to sell, I believe. I think that the market's really going to take off. Yeah, so it's funny. So, home uh, yeah, is four nine nine hundred, I believe, is what we have that at. Exactly, today. exactly. And that's going to be, I mean, oh, my gosh, you could make so much on that house per night that if you wanted a summer home, this would be a great one. Or... There's so many options on this one. You could live in the house and pretty much have Airbnb or VRBO pay for the mortgage. Live there free. Oh, yes. yes. It's a separate entrance downstairs, separate entrance upstairs. So you could live upstairs. Plenty of room. There's a laundry upstairs and laundry downstairs, full kitchen up and down, um, and just amazing decks, all treks, so you don't have to worry about maintenance. Um, I do believe that... The owner of the property that adjoins that also might, and I'm going to say that very lightly, 
they might be selling their just land. Yes. So, I mean, it would just be raw land, but if somebody wanted to secure that and yes. make sure that nobody ever moved in on them, that might be an option as well. We're still in the process of talking with that owner, so we'll see what happens there. And we're talking around three acres for the main property, which is also nice. You've got all that acreage, which is great. Um and we're 10 minutes from Hendersonville, 20 minutes from downtown Asheville, 25 maybe, downtown Asheville. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think you're 11 minutes to the airport. 11 minutes to the airport. I mean, it's so close, yeah. which again for an Airbnb is wonderful. People want to be close to the airport, but feel like they're out in yeah. the country. And this definitely feels like country. It's really great. Oh, most definitely. The bit that you haven't seen, that, and I didn't take a picture of that day, is you go over this mini Ford um, you know, just a mini stream that you that you drive through on the way. It's so romantic. This is like mountain romantic living at its best. It's really wonderful. So, yeah, somebody's going to have a really good time with that one, I think. It looks cozy. <clears throat> it really is. It feels cozy, and it's very, very private. And then, of course, we've got our uh, Maggie Valley home. Oh, my gosh, what a great little house, all fully remodeled. Um He's only been there just over a year, and it was fully, re- like, gutted and remodeled before he moved in. And we still have that one on the market. I was surprised to see that when I came back. I guess everything got a little quiet over Christmas. Fully fenced yard. Somebody must have had uh, furry friends in mind or wanted to keep their spouse in when they put this fence in here. You've got beautiful winter views, I'm sure pocket views, Mountains all the way around, so you've got mountain views, um, fencing all around, which is very rare, a covered back porch, two bedrooms, two baths with a loft, so you could yeah, put another bedroom at a little loft. That could be yeah. great Airbnb. Views, Airbnb, VRBO, or full-time residence, fully fenced yard. Um, and yeah, yeah, this is... The yard, I think, is why the, the owner actually had bought that property in the beginning, because of his furry friend. Yes, that sadly just passed actually, away. Yeah. Mm. But that that was what attracted him was the yard and, and all of the everything new. Yes. I think that's all new since, I think if, if my memory is correct, it's it was... 14 months. 14 months ago. <clears throat> right before he moved in. It was finished and completely flipped, basically. We've got the Catalucci Ski Resorts only eight minutes away. We've got Waynesville's only 10 minutes away. Highway exits, only eight minutes. So this, again, would be... We're seeing so many people here that are making investments in Airbnbs. This is a great one for it. It's a really cute little house, actually. I have a lot of people asking Yes. to purchase that, too. So, yeah, I mean, people are really looking. Yeah, so that that's the other interesting thing. We've noticed in our house that, you know, it's at a higher price point, the 800 mark, and... Um, showings have slowed down because that's what's happened in the market. And we've had four showings in the last five days. There's another one going on Why the radio show's going on right now. There's another one last night. It's crazy. Just all of a sudden, we have showings again. And you want showings now, especially if you're at that 500, 600, 700, 800, or the million-dollar range or the $2 million range. You want to get it out there now because... There aren't many houses for people to look at. They're going to take, maybe they're not their favorite loaf of bread. Maybe they're going to wait it out until March, April, May for their favorite loaf of bread. But if they're looking now and your house comes close, right, all it needs to do is come close. 
because there's something about your house that isn't perfect. I am Barbara Corcoran. Oopsie. There's something about your house that isn't... Wow, that was Barbara Corcoran in the background there. I just realized that. It was. <laughs> she endorses you, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> so, so funny. Uh, you got to love some Barbara. There is something not perfect about your house. I know that's a hard thing to hear. Maybe you're cl- too close to the road. Maybe you're not close enough to the highway. In other words, I don't mean literally your house is, you know, you can't see the highway. Oh, gosh, darn it. But if your house is, you know, 30 minutes to the highway and, and somebody commutes, your house is going to be crossed off the list. The fact that you're only 10 minutes to the highway exit or to the airport or something like that, can be very important for somebody that's commuting, even if it's commuting once a month or something, which a lot of people do now and, you know, work from home the rest of the time. So, And we have a, we have a lot of people that want something on the outskirts of Asheville. So a lot of our homes, you know, um, if you're worried about your location and thinking that, you know, oh, I'm too far out and stuff like that, a lot of people that don't live around this area are like, oh, we just want to be... 30, 45 minutes away from Asheville, which is what you're, you're just, you know, hitting on. Well, actually, um, what I was going to say is that. is there's something about your house that isn't perfect, whether it's location or maybe the bathrooms haven't been remodeled and you're like, my house is only 15 years old. Why would I remodel the bathrooms? Well, they might be builder basic or something like that. There's something about your house that isn't perfect. Maybe the floors are getting a little scratched. Maybe you don't have views. Maybe, maybe, maybe. The point is that in March or April, when there's a lot of homes on the market, for the 600 that you're asking or the 800 that you're asking or the million dollars that you're asking, they're going to have three other choices. There's every which flavor of loaf is out there once the listing season starts. It hasn't right now, right? And we're all very used to, all the agents are very used to, not much out there on the market. So... You know, they're telling their buyers, hey, listen, there's not that much out there on the market. They're not saying, hey, hang on for a couple of months. They're encouraging them to go ahead and maybe buy this one and they'll help them with remodeling the bathrooms. So you're getting this one for 100 grand less, maybe, the one you'd be getting in, you know, two or three months that is more fully finished. However, that will give you some cash to remodel the bathrooms. And hey, XYZ agent, I'm going to help you because I've got the remodelers who can do it, and they can probably even do it in the first month when you're living there. Gosh, I've done an entire house, start to finish. I have to. In a month. <laughs> right, so well, it's perfectly I mean, possible. I wasn't as quick as that. Of course, I didn't have access to the stuff that I have access to now. Either. Yeah, exactly. You know, we have all kinds of contacts of people that have helped our clients do stuff like that. So, And I do mention that every week on the, on the radio. Account. You're right. And I mention that every week on the radio and one of you will send me some contact details saying, hey, yeah, we need to remodel our kitchen or whatever it is. So just go to mountainhomehunt.com, mountainhomehunt.com. Please write that down. Don't go and Google me. Every time you Google me, it costs me $35 when you make that phone call (laughs) because you've gone and Googled us. So just go to mountainhomehunt.com and click on contact at the top there's a button saying contact or you can call us 828-333-4483 and just say you know i need whatever it is kitchen remodelers or 
or bathroom remodelers now. Roofers. Roofers, painters, yeah. landscapers, plumbers, anything. We've, we've got them for you. And you will, I you promise, know. get two or three calls in the first hour. The good thing about even, I'm going to flip that to even buying or sell. I guess it's the seller too. You know, the sellers can sell um, and they need some remodeling. But if you're a buyer, you also get to pick it and choose it and get it to do yes. it the way you want it. Exactly. So what we do have right. a home that, that right now that, you know, just needs a little bit of TLC. And the homeowner has decided to let um, the buyer choose what they want to do on their updating of the home and it's on our site as well and correct. Uh, a great price in a great neighborhood in fact we've got and one like that in, in uh, Vista, yeah and sky top farm as well 211 Ullman yeah. branch drive 799 740 three bedrooms three baths that's because it's a three-bedroom septic there is another septic tank there if you want to tie into it and claim the other bedrooms you absolutely can. So there are two owner's suites on the main level. So you've got two bedrooms on the main level. Then you've got oh. one, two. What were you going to say, Heather? I was going to say, doesn't that home come with an allowance? I Abs- can't recall absolutely. Off the top of my head. And then there's two more bedrooms upstairs plus a bonus room. You could easily have a five-bedroom house. And if you want to advertise it as a five-bedroom house later, you could by tying in the septic. So even if you started from scratch and put in a brand-new septic, you're talking about $12,000 to advertise it as a five-bedroom house. That's pretty amazing. It's got a great yard. Um, it's almost an acre, 0. 0.98. I mean, we could almost call it an acre and get away with it, frankly. 0. 0.98 acres, and it's almost 3,000 square feet. Gigantic bonus Clubhouse. room upstairs. The, pardon? Clubhouse. Beautiful. Yeah. Gigantic bonus room. It's gated. Okay, you, you go for it, Heather. You 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 give the outline. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's gated. I mean, it's a gated community. It's it's really nice. Um, I've actually walked the community. Um, it's peaceful. Um, and I've walked down and around, and it's got a nice pool area. And the houses, um, a lot of times when you think about gated communities or communities with HOAs or anything like that, sometimes the living, you think you're right next door and on top of someone. These homes are spread out. They yeah, have they a lot of distance. <clears throat> yeah, they have a lot of distance in between them. So you actually get the privacy at the same time. So that's that's really a nice feature about it. So for, um, for somebody with a lot of children that, that or just people in their life that where they need a lot of bedrooms, this is a great one. Um, you know, and, and it, there's a lot of homes like this where you may have four kids and you're looking for a five-bedroom home and you're discounting these homes that say three-bedroom, three-baths. I'd say over half of the homes here are on septics. So when it's a septic, if it's a three-bedroom septic, you can only advertise the house as three-bedrooms. So you're not seeing all the, that home, those homes with, with more bedrooms. We should have a hashtag that we put on the MLS, honestly, you know, with, with how many bedrooms are in there so that agents can actually look it up and find them. It's, it's very sad that that's very hard to do. And, you know, people are missing out on all those additional bedrooms that are out there. It's not helpful at all. Do they often or that, don't they often advertise those as like, 
extra bonus rooms or bonus slash office, or they try to slide those extra rooms in there in advertising and remarks when they can't. Yeah, I mean, this one says, with addition of a closet and bonus on main, could easily provide five bedrooms, not not listed as currently a three-bedroom septic, right? So, uh, yes, it's in there, but... uh, what are you going to do? Sit through every three-bedroom, three-bath house? One giveaway is the number of bathrooms. So this one has three bathrooms, right? If it has three bathrooms, it's probably got more than than um, three beds. So that's. But then you got to sit and scroll through them all. Who wants to do that? People set up searches, you know, and they set up searches based on to, that. I was just getting ready to say my search um, in the beginning when I started looking for a home, I had a 3-2 like everyone else. You know, I've got to have three bedrooms. I actually lowered my search because of the septic stuff and went to a two-bedroom because I figured that I would find, you know, more opportunity listed at two bedrooms with because of the septic system. Yes. You know, with that third room available. Yes. So I did that personally myself. In my search. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. Um, I'm seeing all the the uh, family pictures in the hallway. It's actually very sweet. You know, those family pictures where the whole family goes on the beach. So if you want to see this one, 211 Almond, like the Nut Branch Drive, just go to mountainhomehunt.com, type in 211 Almond. Pretty cool house with um, what could be five bedrooms if you added the closet in that fifth bedroom on the main level. A lot of people like that for their elders. You know, maybe you've got grandparents or parents that are getting a bit older that don't like the stairs and you want your owner suite downstairs, but you want another bedroom down there as well so that when they come to stay, they're not complaining about the stairs. I remember being in a long relationship once where actually she's still complaining about <laughs> <laughs> she comes to stay with my she comes to stay. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, Andrew, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Um, she she comes to see Andrew and say, "Oh my goodness, I can't come here because of these stairs." <laughs> She's still complaining. She's just not my mother-in-law anymore. And I love you, Suzanne. You're awesome. <laughs> She's still complaining about. You the still stairs. have that relationship, though. It I is. know, right? Yes, it Something is. Something like that happens, and you can still hang on. You know. Well, with that, I hang on to Andrew. <laughs> I know. I mean, that's great, though. You think about it. I mean, it just shows you that the world doesn't have to always be such a negative place. Absolutely. Of a, Amen. Of a Amen. situation right. that happened. Yes, yeah. absolutely. That's good. So well, I talked to him this morning on the way in, in fact. But, yeah, it's it's um, just know that do we have a few more homes for sale? Yes, a little bit more out there, but there's still very little. But there's going to be, I'm telling you, there's going to be a stampede. You heard it here first. It's like, I have never seen this since 2006. Heather, this is your first January. In... My rodeo, yep. My first, yep. Yeah, this is your first four-year yep. rodeo in, in, in real it estate. Is. So you, you don't know this isn't normal. We're getting calls every single day about listing homes. So, and more than one, you know, people are getting ready to sell. So that means we're going to have a lot more on the market than usual. Heather, you also look at the withdrawn, expired Spisbos every day. That you have seen change. I I have seen a lot. Um, 
So I have been doing a lot of calling back of people that actually have withdrawn and expired listings. And I'm real curious about why people are pulling their houses or why they did pull their houses back in October and November. And some of the reasons that I'm hearing have been kind of all over the map. You know, you hear, oh, the holidays, oh, you know, the interest rates are going up. Oh, I can't replace what I've got. Mm-hmm. A number of things. I think the one that really, really, really has hit home to me and made me a better person, realtor-wise, is I just don't feel like my agent was representing me or marketing me the way that I deserve to be. So I just took it off the market. I'm going to put it back on come spring with another agent. So, you know, I've always said to them, right now, when I'm calling these people, I'm not trying to list their homes. I'm trying to get educated because, like you said, this is my first rodeo. I can listen to the media and I can get scared like everyone else. Oh, my gosh, we're going to go into a recession. This is going to happen. Interest rates are going up, blah, blah, blah. Or I can get out here and fill out my – or I can fill my community out and see what's really going on Mm -hmm. for me so that I can better serve my customer clients and – and learn. Um, so marketing strategies are very important with agents. Um, and I think that you should really do your number one saying, you know, is just make sure what you're doing in life, that you're comparing facts, you know. And what apples with apples and not apples with oranges. Apples. Yeah. Yeah. This is, sure this is not the time to sell your house. This 2023 is not the time to sell your house with, your friend down the street, unless, unless your best friend has many years of experience, including, I'd say, has been in real estate since before 2006. Now, why do I say that? I, I can tell you, yeah, I can tell you that having been through that, I was a brand new agent. Oh, my gosh. I was a brand new Hi, agent. Every day. Every third day, yeah. Oh, every third day. Not not every day. I mean... And you know I'm not a crier. When have you seen me cry? In a year? I'm trying to think. Out of the year, I think I've seen you cry maybe one time. And I'm trying to remember what it was about, but I don't think it was real estate. Because I'm self-taught. Because we have a relationship outside of this. Yeah, because I'm (laughs) self-taught. So, honestly, I was about in tears on Wednesday because the house that I just bought, the couple were moving it out into assisted care. And he had very bad Alzheimer's, progressed Alzheimer's. And, you know, I've lived the journey with them. I I first met them about a year ago. And she'd tell me stories about how he'd go down the street and she'd have to go running after him because she knew he'd get lost. And he started looking in everybody's mailboxes, all the things you do with Alzheimer's, you know. And some, some she'd giggle about and some were, you know, she'd be very sad about so I went in there on, on Wednesday and her daughter had come from Raleigh to help. I'm getting choked up just talking about it. Her daughter had come from Raleigh to help them get all, you know, cleaned up. And they'd been in that house for over 20 years. And all the furniture was moved out. We helped them with Trinity Movers. Thank you, Trinity Movers. You did an amazing job again. And they were just packing up and um, they were all sitting down having a little McDonald's before they got on the road. And they were concerned about getting them on the road because they wanted to get to Raleigh before it was dark. And um, hopefully she was driving, not her husband, with Alzheimer's so he wouldn't you know, forget where he was going and turn back around on himself or something. Um, so I'm walking around the house and it felt so sad to me. You know, Everything was moved out. Their whole life from 20 years 
was wow. moved out. You felt that. You've oh. been around a lot of vacant houses. You've seen a lot of people move. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I always feel it. It's just, it's leaving it all behind, you know, and I know I've what that feels like. I've done it too. And it's funny, it's, it, it is a box. You know, you create memories in the box, and the memories are what make you feel sad, but your whole life has gone on in that house. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a big deal. And, you know, this is a lady in her early 80s. You'd never know it, but a lady in her early 80s, and she packed up that entire house on her own. Good for her. And it was just, it was so hard to see. I should have been excited, you know. Well, I was excited, of course. And I'm taking walls down and doing all kinds of stuff. And, yeah. Um, and excited for them, too. Their, their next chapter is of course, unfolding. Yeah. Absolutely. And they're going to be so much better off. And, and he, he's been going into daycare to give her a little respite because often the wives, not all the husbands, all I mean, right. the spouse gets very sick, especially with Alzheimer's, because they're taking care of the other person. And, um, yeah, just watching that, it, it saddened me a lot. And, Heather, you're soft-hearted, too. Don't you pretend you're not. You've got a big old soft heart. <laughs> I try, I'm, a, I'm a fixer. I want everybody to be fixed and healthy and well. And, yeah, yeah I feel a lot, too. So, you know, it's, it's, it's normal and natural. And, frankly, we should be more worried about ourselves if we didn't feel that way. But the point is, when you're selling right now, you need someone that not only has a soft heart, <laughs> that, that has a lot of experience and frankly knows how to say to you, listen, this is not for the short haul. <coughs> you know, understand the economic cycle, which quite frankly, a lot of people don't. And quite frankly, a lot of agents don't. They're like, oh, don't worry, it'll be great in the spring. Well, great depends on who you are. <coughs> you know, if you're a buyer... I don't know, there'll be more houses around and there'll be pricing pressure. So, yeah, you might get a little bit more for your money. But I had this conversation with a lady who was helping me the other day. She said, oh, I'm just, I'm only paying 1200 a month, so, which is great, you know, for a three-bedroom house. I'm only paying 1200 a month, so I'm going to wait it out for a year. I'm like, huh, okay. I said, well, really, to, to you know, get the real price drop, three and a half to five and a half years. It just goes downhill hits the bottom and then comes back up again. It's a seven to 11 year cycle. So I said, should, well, yeah, I'm only paying 1200. I said, that's great. So let's look at that for a minute. Three years, $1,200, 12 times 12, so that's four, 14, 14 and a half thousand, something. Let's say 15,000 to round it out to make it easy. So three years, that's $45,000. So what do you mean? I said, were well, you going to be paying $45,000 on somebody else's mortgage? So let's say you pe- spend $300,000 on a house now. Let's say it goes down 10%. That's $30,000. She's like, I can't afford to lose $30,000. So I get it. How long are you staying in the house? Well, I don't know. I got a, I got a, you know, she's got a little one. She'll be in the house at least 10 years. I said, well, then you're not losing $10,000, $30,000. How are you going to lose that? She said, what do you mean? Economic cycle, 7 to 11 years. In other words, in 7 to 11 years, your house is going to be worth more than now than what you paid for it. So you don't, you don't have to worry about that. Right? So she's like, oh, oh. I said, meanwhile, you're paying somebody else's mortgage to the tune of $45,000, and you live in a house that's not yours. You can't paint it unless you get special permission. Get this. I'm not revealing her name or where she is or anything else. She's fixing the things in the house. I'm like, you rent it. What are you talking about? 
said, I, I don't want to tick off the, the landlord. I said, what do you mean? She said, well, if I tick them off, they might put the rent up. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. you're fixing the house, including mm-hmm. a burst water main when we just had, just now, mm-hmm. the water main burst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she, she, she fixed it. It's crazy. That's expensive. I know. And she's paying $45,000, you know, to somebody else's is mortgage, mortgage, paying off their, their rental. Instead of having a place to, to you know, raise their child in, in their own home where they can do anything they want. And they're building equity. That's the thing. You know, you've got a mortgage. You're, you're building equity in that house. Even if things do go down. I mean, I, I feel like I explain this on a, on a daily. But, oh, we can't buy now. Prices might go down. Uh, shock horror. Prices are going down. Hello. Prices are going down. Go, go look. Mountain Home Hunt. Price reductions. You can actually search on... There's a big blue button, top right, um, more options, look for things with price reductions. If you can't find it, give us a call, 828-333-4483. We will send those homes to you. There are lots and lots of price reductions because they're getting out ahead of the spring. You can already find homes with price reductions. Prices are going down. If you're sitting there as a buyer right now going, well, I'm not going to buy then. Well, I want you to think about what else you're doing. You're in a house that's too big for you, right? That, that's the funny thing for me, that if you're going to sell a house. Well, what are you going to do? Sell a house in three years when the prices are low? To, to buy your lower-priced house that you're buying? Think about that for a minute. It doesn't make any sense. Carry right. on with your life. Just carry, ignore what's going on. Buy smart. We can help you do that. I just bought a house. I'm not just blowing... I'm not one of those agents going, oh, it's going to be okay. Don't worry about it. I just bought a flipping house a few weeks ago. Like, I, you know, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. What do you think, Heather? I mean, you're seeing it going on in real time, and I feel like it's out of the mouth of a babe when you're saying people are telling you they don't... All those withdrawns and expireds, that's when something's been listed, and then the seller goes, to heck with this. It's been six months. You haven't sold it. I'm going to pull it off the market. Uh, or expired. Th- those are the expireds. Or the withdrawns are, I just can't take this anymore. Let's put it, pull it off the market. And people are saying to you, I don't feel like the agent marketed my home. Well, it may be that your price is too high, too. It could be. Or it may be you listed with your best friend. I was just more interested in... The comments, I think, with the strategies on them, you know, they didn't feel like they were being represented Yeah, the correct way. Well, they probably um, weren't CPO. And if you start talking to those people, ask them if they had an offer and they'll probably tell you, yes, we did. And it they, fell out. They had all kinds of showings. Um, they felt like I, I did have that actually one time on one of them. Um, there was work to be done on the home and they just didn't want to go through with it. And so they walked, they walked away. Right. And so, so yeah. and if they were I, CPO, course, would that have happened? You know, if we, if we CP certify pre-own the home no. and do the inspection, no, everybody goes in eyes wide open. Right. And when I heard you talking about the home that we're going to go visit earlier that we're visiting next week. Yeah. And I, spoke to that gentleman and he actually listens to the radio some and he's very familiar with you and your CPO's program and the stuff 
that you recommend, and that's why he called you. Mm-hmm. And he is adamant about you discussing this with his wife because he really wants her to understand all of the logistics of why that is so important. Yes. So we were going over some of the stuff with him. Um, I was on the telephone, and, and I was like, I asked him about something, and he was like, oh, but it will be done. Before it goes on the market, it will be done. And I'm like, well, that's good, because Rose's going to ask you to have a pre-inspection done on your home. And he goes, I know all about the CPO program. <laughs> he goes, and that's, and, and that's why I'm calling, and that's why I want Rose to come out here, and that's why I want, because he knew that, this was his investment yes. that he had spent and he had added to and he had put his life yes. into. He's actually, you know, a contractor. So, you know, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. And that's why he wanted you because he knew that if he had an offer, it was justified to the price. Yeah. So why? <clears throat> you know, all of the all of the I's were dotted and the T's were yep. Got to wrap, wrap it up. We're in our last 30 seconds here. Can you believe it already? Okay. Um, I don't. Oh, gosh. I know, right? It's amazing. If you want to know more about CPO, cpoexperts.com. We run the national network around the country. We've got 300 zip codes now covered around the country with CPO experts. If you have a house somewhere else, you're listening around the country, we can help you there too. We'll find the CPO expert for you that knows how to do this. It takes so much stress out. Those people who withdrawn and expired that Heather's been talking to every single day, there's tens of you every day now just in the mountains alone you wouldn't have withdrawn or expired had you been cpo we'll see you on the radio next week you all have a fantastic week 828-333-4483 this has been the plain english real estate show with rowena Patton. visit rowena and post your questions at radioashville.com or call her at 828-210-1648